Welcome to Rag Trader Radio, a behind-the-scenes look at the latest in the Australian fashion industry. Klarna helps retailers to turn browsers into shoppers, attract, convert, and retain customers with flexible payment options and performance-driven marketing solutions. Learn more on klarna.com slash au slash business. everyone and welcome to Rag Trader Radio. My name is Imogen Bailey and I am the Associate Editor of Rag Trader. Today I'm joined by Kathmandu's Chief Customer Officer Eva Barrett. Eva is Kathmandu's first ever Chief Customer Officer and is responsible for the complete customer experience at Kathmandu from online to in-store to everything in between. Welcome to Rag Trader Radio Eva. Thank you. Thanks Imogen. Thanks very much for having me. Not a problem. Now, we have to talk about this huge activation that you guys um, have just executed at Fed Square just recently. It was this enormous structure made out of clothes. Can you talk me through what it was for people who didn't get to see it? What would it what it was what was it about? Tell me about it. Yes, yes. It was such an exciting launch launch for us. And what we were launching is Kathmandu's first bio-down jacket, uh, which is a biodegradable jacket. And we launched with a three-day pop-up at Federation Square in in Melbourne. Uh, And we had, there's so much buzz and excitement around around the product and around the launch. Uh, And this activation is really the first step towards our goal of net zero waste uh, circular model by 2025. So last year we launched a, a bio fleece and this is building upon that with a um, completely biodegradable jacket. We had the we had the guys from the Inspired Unemployed there uh, so that they created a lot of buzz and excitement around, around the brand. Um, we had a lot of sustainability advocates there as well and we worked with uh, Yoast, uh, Yoast Backer, and Yoast is a sustainability uh, advocate. He's also an incredible designer, and we worked together with him and also uh, up apparel to really highlight uh, the amount of textile waste uh, that is unfortunately unfortunately shared in Australia. And and just so we can kind of picture it, I think there's something like six thousand kilos. This this structure that used made um, of clothes with these like unused bundles of of clothes that would otherwise go to waste. That apparel has managed to kind of bring in and um, kind of keep out of landfill. So, I mean, just being able to see it is obviously. A, a bit of a wake-up call, do you think? I mean, I mean, obviously launching the biodegradable jacket, which we'll get into a little bit more in a minute, is huge. But what? Why did you want to go with this kind of activation to launch this jacket? This was really—it's a great question, Imogen, and, and this was really to demonstrate the amount of of waste and landfill of which Australia is the second largest market. Uh, behind the USA. So we we sourced all of the apparel uh, from Up Apparel to really highlight uh, the problem of textile waste and that our biodegradable jacket is, is the first step where you can feel great knowing that 
it's this is a you know a wonderful durable comfortable jacket and that you can hand it down to generations to wear but then when it, when when it is at the end of its life you can feel better knowing that it does biodegrade when it gets to landfill and so talk me through that like like what is it made out of how have you kind of come around to being able to have a jacket that biodegrades how long does it take to break down talk me through those points Yes, so the the bio down jacket it's formulated to break down specifically in a modern uh, landfill environment. So once in the landfill environment, um, the the additive gets activated and enables this biofilm, uh, which is which is formed by acids and enzymes um, secreted by uh, microbes and allows them to break down the synthetic polymer chains, uh, which are then excreted as as organic matter, so it's um, you know, the, the the design and product team have done a lot of work on this to produce this biodegradable jacket. So it's it's a really amazing innovation, uh, and it's broken down by microorganisms. And so the, the process from when it starts to break down to when it's like fully you know no longer a jacket. Do you know that timeline? How long does it take roughly? So it happens in three to five years as opposed to hundreds of years, uh, which would be the case for a non-biodegradable jacket. It's certainly a a big improvement on the, you know, hundreds, like you say, 500 years or something that plastic takes to break down. So, I mean, I I can't imagine how long the process has been to kind of bring this jacket to to the fore. But I'm wondering, it's no secret that, um, you know, sustainable fashion and new kind of uh, fibres and textiles uh, are ever-evolving space and quite challenging. So what were some of the challenges of, of kind of bringing this jacket to, to the market? Yes. So, so from, a, from a product point of view, um, you know, when, when we think about this jacket is that the vast majority of textiles, they, they end up in, in a landfill. And that's really, that's really where, where our product team started. So from an innovation point of view, I mean, our purpose is to improve the well-being of the world through the outdoors. So um, certainly when we think about product innovation, it was, well, then how can we get to a more circular model? Um, and the bio down, I think, is a, is a great example of that. And, yes, there were absolutely challenges in terms of how, how much can we biodegrade because also everything is biodegradable on this jacket. So the, the, the zips... The uh, the tags, um, all elements of, of the jacket are biodegradable, and of course each part of the jacket had its own challenges in terms of in terms of how you can actually make that biodegradable. Um, what's interesting is that where the vast majority of textiles end up in landfill, in landfill, um, less than one percent of all textiles actually get recycled back into into new textiles. So that was really the starting point for for the design team is that how can we progress on our circularity mission? Um, How can we help to address this huge huge problem? Um, And that's why this jacket was very much designed that when you are eventually uh, finished with the jacket, that it biodegrades in a landfill environment. And it's interesting that, you know, when we do talk about the circular economy that there is, 
I guess, almost a recognition because obviously we want to keep things in the cycle. That's the whole point of a circular economy. But it's interesting now that there's also this recognition of eventually there will be a point where a garment can't be continued on in this circle. So um, it's interesting that that is becoming part of the conversation in terms of sustainability. Like we recognise that this, sure, it might be handed down for generations, but once it gets to that point of not being able to be worn anymore, this it also needs to be able to break down in a way that is good for the environment. I think that's just a really interesting I guess, kind of perspective that we have instead of just being like, we have to keep it in and we have to keep it recycling and going round and round that we have that, the recognition that, hey, it might end up in landfill one day. Yes, absolutely. I mean, when you look at a lot of the statistics, uh, it proves that, you know, recycling isn't always the answer and isn't necessarily working either. So the primary purpose of this jacket was to design a a highly durable, a, a comfortable and desirable product, you know, one that you cover, you really want to wear and that you love and you want to hand it down. I mean, that's that's what we want. We want, we don't want to produce anything that's related to fast fashion. So this is a jacket that we want you to hand down to your friends and your family and, and you'll wear it for years, but also recognising that uh, when it is at the end of its life, you can send it to landfill feeling good that it, it, is, it is going to biodegrade and it's only going to biodegrade in three to five years and not hundreds of years, which is why we have all the problems around textile waste in landfill at the moment. And just coming back to this this enormous activation and structure that you had at Fed Square, that I can imagine was fraught with challenges to bring that to life. So can you talk me through, I guess, the process of, of, of putting something like that on? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. I mean, that's why we were so excited to work with with Yoast. Um, he is he is a real a real pioneer when it comes to sustainability design, uh, and and really thinking through how this structure was going to work. Um, but also, you know, when you think about you know, building this in the centre of Melbourne and working with the local council to get permits. Um, to really highlight uh, the, the problem of textile waste, but ultimately we think that you know, the, the activation was it was a huge success um, and got a lot of people, a lot of people talking about it, and a lot of people talking about how new bio down jacket. Uh, and for us, this is really this this is just the start as well. You know, we're not saying that we have all of the answers, um, but we are certainly, you know, we're, we're certainly uh, on that journey towards uh towards circularity um and the and the buy down jacket is uh is the start of that um together with our with the launch of our bio fleece last year and you talk there i guess about the wider mission that Kathmandu has to move towards circular move towards you know eco-friendly eco-conscious products and fabrics and textiles and that sort of thing so can you talk me through kind of your goals in that space you know Kathmandu it's pretty public that that is a big part of your business operations so can you talk me through kind of the key goals you've got in place and what you're doing to kind of progress towards those yes yes so so we are a B Corp um, and that means that we meet stringent, verified standards of social and environmental impact, uh, and we really focus on, on on people and planet. And we are the largest Australasian B Corp, uh, and that's something that we're we're very, very, um, very, very proud of. 
And what this certification comes from, it comes from our commitment to a complete approach to sustainability, which includes using responsible materials, achieving zero waste status, reducing carbon emissions, uh, and also you know, operating in green star buildings uh, as well. What we're also doing is as we start to make this vital step away from a linear system and move towards more of a zero waste closed loop system, uh, we've begun a circularity mapping project as well. Um, and this aim is to establish a renewal and re-commerce program that reduces the amount of textiles that end up in landfill. So Renewal Workshop uh, is who we're partnering with, uh, and they have worked with large global brands to repair and resell used and overstocked products. So, uh, so as I mentioned, this is just the start of, of our journey uh, when it comes to, to circularity, and we're also you know, a, a very proud B Corp. And for anyone who has ever seen the B Corp certification process, this, the stack of papers you have to fill out is absolutely enormous. It could be a, an enormous doorstopper if you like. But um, that I want to bring you up on that Renewal Workshop Partnership because that's really interesting. So is that um, going to be almost like a take-back scheme that you'll roll out through the stores and encourage people to bring um, you know, pre-loved Kathmandu pieces in that for repair and then, you know, is that kind of the, the idea of the program? Correct. So we'll, we'll look to pilot that first um, and then and then to roll that out further. So um, so we're, we're really excited about, uh, about the work that we're doing together with the Renewal Workshop at the moment. Mm. And is that launching later this year or when do you hope to have that live? Yes, we hope to launch that later this year. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's that's going to be great. And will that just be exclusively Kathmandu products or any sort of outdoor wear? Uh, we're still working on 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 the details and how we're going to ro- to roll that roll that out with them. Um, so it'll certainly be Kathmandu products, and then we're working through what that will mean for other outdoor outdoor gear. Fantastic. And again, you know, another part of the I guess wider um, mission that you guys have uh, on board and the interesting thing too, I think. Um, sort of a few years ago that uh, came to the fore about Kathmandu was, I guess, the internal shift as well in terms of working flexibility and um, there was something about having like early afternoons on Fridays to be able to go out and get into the outdoors and that sort of thing. So how has that sort of um, rolled through and evolved during, you know, that uh, kind of came through earlier in the pandemic as far as I understand and then, um, you know, now we're a few years into it. So how, how is that kind of looking and how has that evolved um, moving forward? Yes, we call them fryays, our, fry, our fryays. And I mean, as, a, as a B Corp, uh, as I mentioned, you know, our purpose is to improve the well-being of the world through the outdoors. And so we want all of our teams to, to make sure that they are getting out there in nature. Uh, because we, we know that's you know that's where we all live our best life. Uh, the pandemic has only, I think, accentuated that even further for people. Just how important it is for our physical and mental well-being um, to to get into the into the outdoors. Um, where we're also just like everyone else in a race for the best talent, and we want the best talent to come and come and work for us. Um, so yes, we absolutely have have flexible working. Um, and we really believe that what matters is output and um, and not necessarily about FaceTime. 
So, you know, we want our people to uh, to live our values. We want our people to, you know, live their best lives and get out there in nature and uh, because, you know, that's what we're all about um, and, and, and really make Kathmandu a, a fun, inspiring place to work as well. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got this fantastic uh, we're out there slogan behind you. Nobody else listening will be able to see it, but you um, remember when you launched the new branding and the kind of brand direction was that kind of quirky, funky, like, look at us, like we're out there and here's our products and you should get out there too because nature is really beneficial for your mental well-being and physical well-being and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it it's only makes sense that the staff, are actually out there, you know, in enjoying the nature, yeah. <laughs> yes, and we have this incredible store network. We have 165 stores and our, our store teams are, are experts on the outdoors and, you know, we hear that time and time again uh, that when, you know, when our customers come to visit us, if there's anything they want to know about, you know, local walking tracks or or um, the best hiking boots to buy or how they, how they keep warm in the outdoors, you know, we... We have those specialists. We have those experts uh, that are there to help you to to get out there for longer. And it's interesting you mentioned the stores because the um, you know it's been pretty publicly reported through your annual uh, reports and results that Kathmandu, you know, because it is so much about the outdoors and traveling and, um, you know, getting out there as you, as the brand wants you to, um, kind of suffered quite a lot during the pandemic with having to have stores closed, with having, um, you know, travel off the cards. So how is the brand kind of bringing people back in now that those restrictions have kind of lifted? How are you, how are you getting customers into stores? What are you, how are you exciting them? Doesn't it feel great that we can all travel again? So just you know, coming off the back of uh, Easter, uh, it was just amazing. I I travelled up to Sydney with my family, and um, and people are just so excited to be to be travelling again. You know, everyone I spoke to was either heading to the airport or getting in their car, getting ready to go off an adventure. And you can see that from all of the airlines and from all of our tourism partners as well. So for us, you know, we're heading into winter now, which is which is our, our peak season. Um, we are definitely starting to see uh, momentum again now that now that borders are open, now that people can can go and travel again. People can go skiing in Japan, they can head to Europe. Um, and so yeah, we're, we're really excited about what the future holds now that we're back to, I think, what we can start to call normal trading conditions after what we've been through in the last couple of years. And so are you uh, planning to kind of bring back um, or, or how are you communicating to customers that like, hey, come on in, we've got everything that you need to come, like what what exactly are you kind of doing to get them to come to stores? Yes, so we, we've got a big plan uh, for this year, obviously starting with with. Uh, bio down. So uh, hopefully all of you are seeing uh, bio down and our biodegradable jacket everywhere. So we have a, a huge integrated marketing uh, campaign behind that. So really big launch around um, around the bio down uh, and, to, and to raise raise awareness of that. We also uh, have have a big program as well for, for summer. Um, we have a exciting exciting new product range which is really focused around getting people getting people out there um, and um, and there's a, there's a 
a very large marketing campaign that that surrounds uh, surrounds summer as well. So we actually we have a we have a, a very large uh, integrated marketing plan um, to really. Firstly, remind people around Kathmandu, we are the number one outdoor brand in Australia and New Zealand, um, and and also we are the destination when it comes to travel and when it comes to all of your out uh, you know, outdoor needs. So yeah, I mean, obviously the the launch of the buy down jacket has been massive, and you know the marketing that sits behind it is huge. But something else that's kind of really um, relevant uh, for Kathmandu is the parent company's um, change of uh, name and brand direction. So they went from Kathmandu Holdings to KMD Brands, which um, is sort of I guess encompassing of the other brands that sit under their. Um, ownership. So can you talk me through if there's been any sort of changes in within Kathmandu in terms of um, mission or operations or anything given the, the name change of the parent company? Yes. So under KMD brands we have we have Kathmandu, we have Rip Curl and we have and we have Obols. So I all of us are, are brands that are about getting people uh, out there. So obviously Rip Curl through through surfing, uh, Obols uh, through its hiking boots and, and Kathmandu as as an outdoor brand. Uh, where we do see opportunity is um, there will absolutely be be customers that surf that are also interested in getting into in, into the outdoors. So certainly in the future, I think there'll be opportunities uh, to add further value to our our customers. Um, and then also there will be uh, opportunities and, and synergies right across all of the businesses. But in terms of our day-to-day operations, um, no, it hasn't it hasn't affected us in terms of any any changes. Um, but we're very excited to be part of a, a bigger group. And yeah, I mean, it, it would make sense that if if the kind of business is recognizing the three brands as a whole, which you know previously it still was, but more kind of KMD brands is the the group together rather than just Kathmandu being sort of on its own, but still the parent of the others. It, yeah, I totally, I totally understand. And the synergies there, I mean, it makes sense to, to draw, you know, connections and relationships where they exist to benefit all businesses. So um, that will be interesting to see develop. I, I um, will keep in tune with that. But Eva, my kind of final question for you today, I wanted to talk about, you know, we've talked about what's happened with the bio down and how you're going to get people to come into stores and get outdoors. Um, what else is Kathmandu looking forward to this year? You know, you've got winter coming up, obviously, but have you got any other kind of key things you really want to get off and 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 see launch into the market yes so we're definitely going to keep building upon our brand Uh, we only relaunched our brand less than a year ago um, and and we see further opportunity to to drive momentum uh, around our brand and and really build uh, build brand love Um, so we actually have a whole a whole program of activities to to build our brand even further um, across Australia and New Zealand and globally. We're really excited about our international launch. So we launch in France, Germany, Canada and the United Kingdom in September of this year. Um, And this is really our first true global launch uh, with with BioDown. So we already have a lot of uh, a lot of momentum with uh, wholesale retailers across all of those markets. Um, we're also running D2C 
Um, and so for us, that, that big international launch, which will only keep growing as well, so we have further plans for the US and then Asia uh, over the next year, and really building Kathmandu into a global brand is, is, uh, is, is really very exciting. And is there plans to, I know I said it was my last question, but I just have to follow up. Um, <laughs> is there plans to do um, any retail in those markets or are you just going to test with wholesale and D2C to begin with? So we'll start with wholesale and D2C uh, to, to begin with. Uh, we've already secured quite a lot of accounts. Uh, we've had the sales teams out there now. They're very excited about the fact that we're a B Corp. We're a New Zealand brand. They love the bio down. So... And then, of course, uh, D2C as well. We've had phenomenal growth in D2C. So uh, even over the last uh, six months, we were up 49% in Australia and New Zealand. Fantastic. Um, so um, we only see f- further growth as well uh, from, a, from a D2C perspective. Interesting. And would you be able to share who your wholesale accounts are in those markets or is that under embargo? <laughs> uh, under embargo until <laughs> until the start of until the start of September. We're just working on the plans with them at the moment. But yeah, we're very excited about our global launch. Fantastic. Well, Eva, that has been a whirlwind of a ride from the enormous structure at FedSquare to launching internationally about what Kathmandu is doing this year, has been doing and what it's looking forward to. So I really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat to me today and um, all the best for everything that's coming for Kathmandu this year. Thanks very much, Imogen. No worries. And hey, you listening, if you are looking for more information on the Australian fashion industry, head on over to ragtrader.com.au and you can sign up to our free daily newsletter where you can get all the news straight to your inbox. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Cheers. You have been listening to Rag Trader Radio, produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Rag Trader. Owned and published by Yaffa Media. The views of the people featured on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of Rag Trader, Yaffa Media, or the guest's employer. The contents are copyright by Yaffa Media. If you wish to use any of this podcast's audio, please contact us via the website or send an email to info at yaffa.com.au. You can subscribe to this podcast via your preferred platform and read all the latest news on Australia's fashion industry at ragtrader.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast.